What's up, squat therapy heads? We are back, and I have an amazing guest, Mr. Larry Moss. You probably will recognize his voice. He's an MC at the CrossFit Games, at the regional level, and at many, many events across this great nation. And the reason I have him on is not only is he one of the best MCs in the business, but he's also a flexible eater. And on this next interview, he's going to talk about his flexible eating journey, how he got started because he saw so many pictures of Pop-Tarts, how he's basically doing it wrong, but still losing weight, still crushing it at the box, and still helping him in his law enforcement career. So I'm really excited to interview Larry Moss, and I think it's going to be great for you all to listen to. So coming up on this episode of Squat Therapy, my interview with the great Larry Moss. It's time for some squat therapy. Your host, Jason Ackerman, PIMP. Baby Jesus, break it down with the interesting mind. CrossFit's OG, he's one of a kind. Coaching, training, and mobility. Each episode, a quest of virtuosity. Relevant CrossFit topics and stellar guests. He'll leave you wondering what he's going to say next on squat therapy. About to dive into this interview, and one thing that is clearly apparent as Larry and I talk, it's not just about what you eat, but it's about how you recover, and you guys know I've been sleeping on all RemFit products, and it's tremendous in helping my recovery ability, especially as I've been training crazy hard. You know my goal is to go to the Masters at the CrossFit Games in two years, and I'm busting and busting my ass. My coach program's hard for me every single day. Been training jiu-jitsu, trying to earn that black belt. So nutrition, yeah, I think it's the foundation, but right above that, for me, it's my sleep. And I'm on RemFit. You guys should check it out. RemFit.com. That's R-E-M-F-I-T. Obviously, the bed's badass, the pillows are badass, but so many other awesome products that you can use to make sure you're recovering and you're recovering well. Check it out, remfit.com. Use the code Ackerman15. That's A-C-K-E-R-M-A-N-15 for 15% off anything and everything you purchase. All right, we're here with Larry Moss. Most of you know him. As the MC of the CrossFit Games, the guy running around with the deep voice, cheering on the athletes. How, how long have you been doing that now, Larry? Uh, I started uh, with a one regional competition as a volunteer, like like most everybody else starts in, in the world of CrossFit. I uh, volunteered in 2011 for the South Central Regional and uh, was lucky enough to, uh, to to meet some good people that said some nice things about me, and I got brought back in 2012 for uh, regionals and later on the games, and, and I've been very, very fortunate that uh, I've been back uh, every year since uh, uh, to do the uh, regional every weekend and uh, then the uh, CrossFit Games. Yeah, you're probably one of the most, obviously other than Kiki, one of the most recognized MCs out there. I, I think it's myself, Kiki, and Josh Gallegos are the, are the three, I, I guess, OG MCs, if, if there is such a thing. Uh, we, we've been around, we've worked together uh, since 2012, so I'm, I'm, I'm in very, very good company when it comes to, uh, comes to that side of the house. We, we've got some good folks. Well, and the, the big reason I wanted to have you on was 
I was telling somebody the story about this, your, your nutrition. You, you kind of reached out to me, what was it, a couple months ago, and you just mentioned, I thought you were joking. I completely thought you were joking I, about it. Well, and I'll tell you the story real quick, just because you and I haven't had a chance to talk. And for those of the folks out there, uh, Jay and I have known each other probably since 2012. Since about that time frame, you were a regional director for, uh, for the CrossFit Games at the, uh, uh, in Boston for the regional there. And I was the MC, and we got to know each other that way. Uh, and I followed Jay. Uh, I followed you for quite a for quite a while. And I've been I've been following um, uh, the, the the flexible dining for for quite a while, and and really just probably like a lot of other folks, I'm like you know I was a little nervous to get involved in it, and and like a lot of other folks out there, I I put on a few pounds over the last few years. Probably since that time frame, uh, I probably put on fifteen or twenty pounds, not in a good way, not that my you know I'm crushing my squats and all my heavy lifts, and I'm packing on solid muscle. It was mostly I was crushing food uh, at every mm-hmm. opportunity and and packing on some weight, still working my butt off, still. And, uh, four or five, five, six days a week in the, in the box, uh, but not getting the results that I was looking for. And and honestly, I just come back from the Granite Games, so I've only been on it for a few weeks. That was September twelfth, I think I flew back, and I was looking at your page on Facebook, and I thought, you know what? What better time? You know, I've got some time at the airport. I can sit. I'm, I'm going to buy into it, and I'm going to I'm going to dive in and absorb as much information as I can. And uh, and was and I was glued to it uh, the entire the entire trip. Um, and and it really spoke. To me again, because you and I are, are, are friends, uh, we've known each other for a bit, and I guess come from somebody that I respect. Uh, you even say it several times in your in your uh, in the program that you're not reinventing the wheel; you're putting out information that's already out there. But I guess the way you the way you put it out really spoke to me, and it really made a lot more sense uh, for, for for me to kind of change my thinking on things. I've been beating myself up with calories for for quite a while and not making really any progress and uh, making the switch over to to tracking macros and again you used a couple of key phrases and I'm, I'm an old dude so when you threw the Tetris reference out there I was like yep this is just like playing Tetris every day I got to fit everything into this puzzle uh, and that that really helped me kind of uh, connect with it that's cool I didn't realize you actually dove in watch the you know it's always weird for me when friends of mine watch these videos because it's like <laughs> you know watching me on you know, TV or the computer or whatever it is, but I'm glad you watch it. But it's also, I'm kind of removed from it in a way where I deal with more of the masses and I deal with these thousands of people that I've never met. So to, so to talk to someone like you that I know and I consider a friend and they say, hey, I watched your videos and they actually work. It's kind of, you know, you know, it's like, I know they work, but to hear it directly from someone that you know, it's kind of cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. We just saw each other at the games this year, uh, this past summer in, in California, and I was like, "Man, Jay looks fantastic." And I get that was it was in the back of my head when you know when I was coming back in September from the from the Granite Games, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna step into this. And then I saw I've been of course followed on on social media, and I saw a post, and somebody made a post in reference to something about Pop Tarts or something that really clued him in. And I, and I, I did kind of jokingly say, "You had me at Pop Tarts," but you you really did. It was just that that you. Uh, Kind of giving giving the folks, all of us, you know, in the, in the, that are out there following it, the permission to, hey, you know, food is food, you know, you know, work your numbers, work it correctly. Don't starve yourself from some of the things that that because that, that would be my go-to on a Sunday cheat meal. Um, I, and now I'm I'm that guy. I was the Sunday evening, you know, cheat meal, maybe cheat two meals, maybe cheat day, um, maybe start cheating on the diet first thing in the morning, not stop until I passed out at night. Um, Sundays, I was, I was good all week, but I would, I would destroy myself on the weekends. And uh, and now I don't really, I don't feel the need to do that. You know, I'm, I'm able to kind of eat the things that I want to eat. Um, 
and as long as everything fits into my, in my numbers. And, and like I told you, you know, when I talked earlier, I'm, I'm probably the guy that does, you know, 75% of this wrong, if not more. Uh, but still, in four weeks, I dropped 10 pounds. I, we just did our, I, for the folks out there, I'm, I'm the team commander for our SWAT team here in the city in southwest Louisiana. We did our SWAT qualifier last Thursday, which for us, and you can see how CrossFit blends into this, for our CrossFit listeners, listeners out there, we do uh, Murph as our SWAT qualifier for our entire team. Uh, and I, I may not have had the fastest time I ever had, but I probably I had a much faster time and a much more comfortable uh, day than I've had in the last couple of years, probably because I was, you know, quite a bit lighter than I was and feeling really good when I went into it. Um, and then after our PT qual, again, we, we went out for kind of an impromptu team dinner that night to a Mexican restaurant, which, you know, two months ago, three months ago, would have been the point where I destroyed all the work that I'd done up to that point because I would have just gone ballistic on some, some Mexican food. But uh, again, I wasn't feeling that need to go crazy because I, I kind of eat quasi-normal uh, all throughout the week. And by normal, I mean, you know, there, if there's something I want, I'll eat it. I just have to make sure I fit it in. Uh, and I did the same thing that night. I just thought I worked till I found something that I wanted that worked with my numbers that I had left um, and, and carried on. And then went to the gym the next morning and had a workout, which I never do the day after Murph. I'm usually broke off and I was able to go and run a couple of miles and, and do some, uh, some, some work on some muscles that didn't hurt qualifier and uh and carry on with my, my weekend well and i think a couple of things that are important for those listening you got in kind of just like i did where it's like i had seen enough pictures of donuts to be like all right just tell me what the hell you're doing and i want to do it and and you also have to be in that place mentally to know enough is enough it's time to do something about where we're at and when you're at that place it's easy to kind of just jump in. You know, I get so many people that I work with that, or that watch the videos and they're like, really, I'm supposed to eat this many carbs or really I'm supposed to, that's like, what you're doing is not working. So why don't you just listen to me for 30 days? And there you, you, know, you were at that point, it sounds like, which is exactly where I was when I started. It's like, you could have told me to do anything. I was like, what I'm doing doesn't work. So I might as well eat some donuts if, if I'm not going to be successful anyway. And then... Uh, I- the, I totally agree. Totally the, agree. The other cool thing, like you said, and this is what you were messaging me the other day, and this is what I tell people. You go to a Mexican restaurant, you know, I work on the weekends, or you have you travel all the time for other events. Even if it's not perfect, it keeps you in check. Versus, you know, a Mexican restaurant for you or I could easily become four or five margaritas, nachos, burritos, etc. Where instead, if we keep track of a burrito, it helps us stay more mindful of over what we're eating the rest of the day. You, you are hundred percent right. And you, you even point out in, in, in your program as well that, you know, don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that goes to the birthday party. Don't be that guy that goes to the event. That's like, well, I'm just going to have a salad or I'm going to drink this glass of water because that's all I can do. Cause I'm, I, I, and I, man, I've totally been that dude for, for a while. And the sad thing just, you know, and, and uh, there's probably some folks out there that can relate to it. When I'm at the event, Oh, I'm going to be good as gold. I'm not going to touch that. I'm not, I'm not going to pass on the, on that drink. You know, I'm not going to have the cake. I'm no, I'm, I'm going to be strong. And then I would trash it when I got home by eating something. And I don't know if mentally that's an emotional thing where it was like, well, I, you know, I forsake or I, you know, I gave up, you know, whatever I was going to give up at the event, but you know, I'm going to make up for here, you know, cause I was good there. So I'll reward myself. And that that's, you know, kind of, uh, in looking back, I'm like, man, I can't believe I was doing that, but I was, I, so now I just, you know, like I said, if we go do something, I'll, you know, I'll make something work 
and then I don't have that feeling when I, when I get home. Now, I also, like, you know, I talked about, I fit something in there that I want later on. And, and, you know, right now I am kind of on a Pop-Tart kick. So, I mean, if it's a Pop-Tart or even a half Pop-Tart or something, I've got that to look forward to when I get home. That that, that keeps me easily rolling on. And you, you point that out as well. I'm, I'm a victim of, of taking part in, you know, a, a diet plan or an eating program where, I, you know, I'll, I'll buy into it and I'll walk onto it. And I'm great for a few weeks, maybe a month or two, and then... I'll, I'll, I just can't. I'll, I'll trash it with a, a cheat meal, or it's just unsustainable. And you know, eating, you know, with flex, with, with you know, making friends with, with, with your food, making you know, flexible eating. I, I, I don't feel that I could do this for. Um, it's not like I'm having a problem with it. I don't want to say it's been easy because that that you know kind of speaks down to it. It's, I wouldn't say it's easy because there's some work involved in it, but that work is a lot of pre-planning uh, that goes into it before you know you even leave the house. That's that's the the, the tough part, you know, the work you have to put on the, on the front end, uh, but the payoff is on the back end that, you know, you, you know, the, all of that's taken care of before I leave the house. I go out, I, you know, I eat what I plan. I plan what I eat. Um, but if something comes up like the other night, then you have to be flexible and be able to fit that in and, and maintain your sanity and keep the sustainability of it going on. Uh, cause you know, you want to keep this going forever, not just, you know, 16 weeks or you know, whatever. Yeah. You're nailing it. You're nailing it. And, I'm I'm excited that you're doing well. So you're down how many pounds? Uh, I'm down uh, four uh, exactly. Well, four weeks and three days. I'm down ten pounds. You know, and that's, that's from that's two hundred five to one ninety five, and, and my goal weight is one eighty. So you're almost halfway to your goal weight. You're telling me you're not even doing it perfectly, and you've lost. Oh, you know, sure I'm not. people get worked up. It's like ten pounds in a month is probably ensuring that you're losing good quality meaning body fat we don't anybody can lose 10 pounds overnight if they want to sacrifice muscle get dehydrated etc but you're doing it the right way uh, you know and i was i thought about that too is you know and i try really hard <clears throat> excuse me i try really hard not to to dwell on checking my weight every day as a matter of fact i checked it at the two-week point and i checked it at the four-week point um, because I, you know, I want to give the, I, I want to give it time to work and I'm not, uh, of course I want to lose the weight, but I want to feel better. I want my clothes to fit better. All that stuff's already happening. Um, which is, which is great. And again, that, you know, fit, you know, there's 15 pounds left to go, um, uh, 10 in a month. That's, that's, I'm, I'm really happy with that. But in the past, you know, in the past and other programs I'd have been like, man, why am I not losing seven or eight pounds a week? You know, I'm, I'm crushing it. I'm doing this, but I'm not, uh, again, I guess maybe I've, I've relaxed a little bit, you know. I, you know, I, I, I have a goal weight, necessarily a goal time frame, um, and and you know, I'm sure at some point if it plateaus, I'm going to reach out to you and say, hey man, you know, am I, you know, check my numbers. Do I need to change something? What am I, you know, what am I doing? I'm hitting my numbers, uh, but you know, until then, we're going to keep right on stroke. Beautiful, Larry. Beautiful. Well, I appreciate you coming on and telling the listeners about it and making it realistic and making sure they understand it you know i I think you said it well we this isn't easy but it's not impossible easy is continue doing what you're doing but at the same time that's not working so if you had a choice between easy and just a little bit challenging but you can eat pop tarts i think it's a it's a (laughs) no-brainer that you're you're 100 percent right and like you know like i told you there's no doubt that i have I've probably done a ton of things wrong, but it's still working, which is kind of the beauty of the whole thing. Um, and, and again, I'm totally, if, if I can do it, anybody can do it because I've been doing, apparently doing it incorrectly for some time now because it, it just, it just wasn't working. And this, 
Uh, again, with just a little bit the effort on the front end, you front load everything uh, work-wise, and, and you know, it, it, it seems to work. At least it works for me, and it seems to work for a lot of other folks. I've seen some really fantastic results uh, out on the on the Facebook page and social media. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to what the next, you know, 12 weeks have to bring. Well, thank you so much, Larry. We'll have you back on. And, of course, hopefully I'll see you, obviously, next year at the game. So maybe Absolutely. you seem to be at every event these days. Are they just, you know, are the bigger events like the Granite Games and Wadapalooza, are they reaching out to the, the crew that work the CrossFit Games? Is that what happens? Yes, sir. We had uh, we had quite a few games announcers uh, at Granite, and I think we're going to have the uh, full spectrum of, of, of our media team at, at Wadapalooza. Uh, hopefully, it's kind of down in your neck of the woods, kind of, sort of. Maybe, maybe we'll run into each other. Uh, we can hang out and, and talk face-to-face. That would be awesome, but I will definitely be there in January. Yeah, for sure. That's typically in Miami, so hopefully I'll be there. I was there last year. What else? Any other cool things going on for you as far as your it's- CrossFit career or your real real job? Well, CrossFit career has been has been great. I mean, everything's been rocking right along. This October is oddly enough not a very busy month, but I've I've been uh, uh, somewhere every weekend so far. Uh, this weekend, uh, this past weekend, I was in San Antonio at the Alamo City Throwdown. Next weekend, I'll be in the Baton Rouge area at the Deep South Shootout. Uh, I had two two uh, weekends full before that, and then I think after that. Uh, get a bit of a, a respite for the holidays. I don't have anything on the on the books. I don't believe for November, or December, uh, and then January we kick off. I believe I have the fittest games in Austin, and uh, and Wadapalooza in Miami are the first two of the year, which are you know the the, the you know Wadapalooza being the one of the biggest events of the year, and it kind of starts our our season. Uh, as far as work goes, uh, there's always job security and law enforcement. That's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, so we uh, uh, and and again I have the. I'm very blessed, you know. I have, I have a fantastic job. I'm, I'm the SWAT commander, so I get to come to work every day. With the exception of the day, I've been killing killing trees, doing paperwork. Uh, generally, the you know my, my day revolves around you know, SWAT related stuff. So uh, it, it, it's a pretty good gig, man. I, which is hence hence the I need to, to eat correctly to, to stay in good shape because I'm one of the few people at the police department here that their physical output determines their position because I, I have to, it's written on our policy and I'm the guy that put it in there. So I'm kind of a victim of my own, uh, thought process that, that I have to maintain, you know, a qualifying score on our Murph, uh, twice a year to maintain my position on SWAT. Well, now I'm, I'm full time SWAT. So for some reason I'm unable to do that, then, uh, you know, I, I, I would have to relinquish my position and go to a, another job that wouldn't require that kind of, that kind of PT output. And I don't want that to happen. And I love what I do guys do it's a driving force to kind of keep us where we're at um so yeah all of this kind of plays into you know i'm getting older i'm you know i'll be 49 this year coming up so i'm not a young dude anymore uh so diet's definitely becoming more and more important with uh with it with every passing year to keep the the rest of the things you know in the uh in the realm i want to keep them in where i'm still kind of competing with the young guys that's pretty cool that you guys use murph as a swat test what's what's the qualifying score that you need well, we uh, and just to give you a little bit of background, Santa Monica PD out in California was the first to do that. Had my buddy Andy Rios. Uh, oh, Andy also, brought it out there. You, you know, you know Andy as well. Andy's a CrossFit Games uh, background guy. He handles a lot of the security there. He's a Santa Monica PD SWAT guy. Um, he also uh, runs Simi Valley SWAT or Simi Valley uh, CrossFit. Um, but yeah, their their team was the first to do it. Uh, HQ did a video on it. We saw it. We were starting around the office. We were very new to CrossFit at the time. Our our our, our SWAT guys were. And I jokingly said, man, that's what we ought to do. And my team leader at the time, or the guy who's 
the position I have now, uh, was a, a CrossFit guy, and he's like, yeah, man, that's what we need to do. And lo and behold, about 18 months later, we, we drugged the whole team, kicking and screaming through uh, evolutions of uh, different iterations of, of the Murph until we got to a, a full, I say full Murph, the actual one mile, uh, 100, 200, 300, one mile. Now we allow the guys to segment. They can do it in PT gear. We haven't thrown, uh, what, several of us do it and have done it with plate carriers. Uh, and weighted vests with them, but we haven't required the entire team to do it. Uh, and some of the guys, it's amazing. We have some, some great guys who are, who are not hardcore CrossFit guys who definitely have risen to the occasion, uh, kicking and screaming and, and bitching the entire way. Uh, but definitely we have, we have one guy who's, who's suffered two uh, rotator cuff tears, one on each arm or one on each shoulder uh, through, his, th- through his law enforcement career. So he actually does Murph strict. He does strict pull-ups, very strict push-ups and, and, and squats. Um, and has a you know, a time in the in the, the upper forties, uh, but it's all it's very his probably his movements are, are phenomenal legit. Um, but we require guys to do it uh, sixty minutes or under, um, and again no no plate carrier and, and and soft clothes at this point. There there may be a come there may come a time in the near future when we'll go to a boots and utes kind of thing where they're wearing uh, what they would wear on an operation. And uh, we get not flack, but we got a lot of questions from our administration. It was a bit of a hard sell initially. Because their thought process, and I can't fault them on thinking this way, is what does that have to do with what you guys do on a regular basis out in the field? Um, and our response is pretty pretty simple. It, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Uh, if we were to ever arrive on a scene and have to do 300 squats, 200 push-ups, and 100 pull-ups before we went to the house, that, that would suck. Uh, but what it does show, and it shows every time we get out there, is the level of heart and dedication that the guys have. If, if, if we're getting new guys in, and that was our biggest fear is we were going to make it so exclusive physically that we weren't going to get new applicants. And we, matter of fact, we have tryouts this week, and we have four new guys trying out. Uh, we also have our first girl on the team, uh, first female on the team. Uh, she came on about a year and a half ago. Um, and it, it just it, it shows the dedication and fortitude that these these officers have that you know they know this is what they want to do this is the level of fitness that they're going to have to achieve uh we have a kid trying out this week whose uh, last qualifier uh he came out and and knew he wasn't going to do well was not physically prepared but wanted to i guess experience and experience really goes a long way for you when you're when you're working on something like that and it was it was a uh, not a good day for him he was in the 70 or 80 minute mark uh but still finished the entire thing but he's come in work we have a uh uh, CrossFit Breach and Hold uh, is our gym here at the uh, at the SWAT office. We affiliated uh, earlier this year, so we actually have a CrossFit here. Um, open to just the police officers of the department, so uh, those guys can come in at any point and train. Uh, we have you know an open gym in the afternoon where we can come and go over stuff with them. He's made leaps and bounds. He's down in the low 50s, high 40s uh, with his time now, so we will expect him to do at least well on the on the PT portion of it. Uh, but it, we utilize it to 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 really gauge an individual's heart. And then, of course, we all do the exact same thing. All this, uh, you know, I'm the senior Scott, the, the most senior guy on the team, and I still do it twice a year with everybody else. So it's it's shared suffering. So that if we're out in the middle of something and I look to my left or my right or any of the guys on our girls are can do that, that they're going to see somebody next to them that's been through the exact same thing that they've been through to, to kind of get where they're at. So that that's one of the reasons we use. It. You know, and obviously, without diving too far into this rabbit hole, you would tell your su- su- superiors or supervisors, it's like. It's a test of fitness, no different than if you were doing Fran. You know, you can assume the better someone is doing at this at Murph, the the more prepared they are to go in and to be ready, just like CrossFit was intended for the unknown and unknowable. Absolutely. We at one point when I came on the team, we used a uh, it was very rudimentary. We used a mile and a half run. 
in a very basic obstacle course. And we advanced from there. We kept the mile and a half run. We cut the time down a little bit, nothing, nothing drastic. Uh, and then we moved up to a, a pretty legit military-style obstacle course that, that wasn't ours. We were actually utilizing another department, so we had to travel to do that. Uh, it wasn't well-maintained, uh, and it was hurting people. We didn't have access to it on a regular basis for the guys to really practice how to get through it. Uh, I tore an ACL. Uh, on the course, we had a couple of crack. We had two cracked patellas. We had a torn uh, Achilles tendon. Uh, so we were sustaining a lot of injuries doing that, and that was kind of one of the things that we thought, well, we need to get away. We're, we're hurting ourselves, you know, because these guys, including myself, I was out for 12 weeks with my rehab and surgery, and, you know, so the other guys were out for even longer. Um, so we wanted something that was, that you know, we need longevity out of our guys. So we need something that, that, that wouldn't impact them quite as, quite as much, but was still a quality test of fitness. The flip side of that was we also saw the guys – and I, myself, I was guilty of it as well. I didn't really worry about our PT test till about four or five weeks beforehand. I'd run a little bit, do a little bit of strength training, you know, along with whatever I was, you know, BS stuff I was doing at the gym at the time. Uh, and it, it left me generally grossly unprepared for, for, the, for the PT test. I would muddle through, but it was, it was uh, I was a train wreck by the end of it. Uh, and a lot of our guys didn't do anything. They would just show up, run their mile and a half, you know, boggle their way through the O course and you know, shoot a little bit and we were good. Uh, well, when you, you know as well as I do that if, if Murph is a qualifier, you have to do well on that. Uh, or, or even that Murph's not the only thing you're doing that day. I mean, you're doing Murph and then we have an entire training day scheduled after that. So not only do you have to be physically fit to complete that under the time limit, uh, you have to have the, the longevity and the, and the recover, uh, your, your body set to recover enough to, to finish the rest of the day because we go from there right to the range. We're at the range for several hours doing our shooting qualifier. And then generally we have other stuff we do in the evening. So, I mean, it's a full-blown day. So, I mean, it, and so now we have our guys, instead of showing up five weeks before, they're training constantly. They, they, they never stop preparing for it because it's not something you can just let sneak up on. Yeah, there's no two weeks of training that gets you prepared for 100 pull-ups. Nope, you're 100% right. Especially we have a lot of guys, probably 50 on guys that do CrossFit and guys that don't do CrossFit. Um, and, and again, I've, I've told them all, you know, I, I would love to see everybody in here, but it's not a requirement. I mean, if you want to, you know, if you want to go to, you know, a, a Globo gym and, and do, do curls and, and work the elliptical and that prepares you and you can do your qualifier and under the 60 minute time frame, that's great. I don't really care what you do as long as you're doing something to, to maintain your level of fitness. And everybody was really great with that. And then after the first couple of years of doing this, we've gotten more and more guys coming into the gym thinking, hey, I, what are those butterfly things you're doing? Because that looks like it'd be a lot faster than <laughs> try, me trying to do strict pull-ups and kill myself. Uh, um, so there, we're, we're, we're garnering more and more guys coming in at seeking technique advice. And so we'll get them in here and throw them into a workout. And, and we've, there, you know, there's a lot of complaint. As, as you can imagine, there's a lot of complaining when we did that because this is a big, uh, you know, it's a pretty legit workout. Um, but I told them that I kind of used Fran as an example. I'm like, guys, we, we could do something a lot shorter that's going to suck a lot more. Uh, I mean, you know, I, you could be required to do a sub-four-minute Fran, you know, to stay on the team. And they're like, well, a four-minute workout. And I'm like, well, let's talk about that. <laughs> kind of went over what it was, and they tried it. And they're like, yeah, we'll just do this 60-minute workout over here because that sounds like it would suck really bad. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's always something worse we could be doing. And it, and it may change. We may add something. We may take something away. Uh, there was we had an individual who's no longer with the department. He moved on to a another department. Um, who was one of our SWAT guys came in and was ill that day and failed. He, uh, he had some type of, of virus and failed to tell any of us, any of the senior leadership, that he was sick. Dove right in, and he was probably about three quarters of the way through 
uh, the interior portion of the, of the workout and passed out on us. So, I mean, we had him transport, we had to transport him to the hospital. It was a, it was a big deal. Uh, and he actually ended up having some type of virus that had assisted his body to induce uh, rhabdo. So he got rhabdo doing it. And he'd done it numerous times, had a, normally a pretty fit kid, uh, but just, you know, kind of kind of didn't want to be that guy to say, hey, I don't feel well, maybe I need to come back another day. Uh, and we try not to create that environment. If you're, you know, if you're ill or injured, you know, we, I would much rather you come back in two weeks and give me a good uh, showing than try to come in here and hurt yourself further. Um, but that brought up the question by our administrators stepped in again and said, hey, maybe are we hurting our guys or you know, what, do we really need to be doing this? So we polled the entire team. We had the entire team submit letters to the chief, blind to us on what their, their thought process was as far as keeping our qualifier moving on or, or transitioning to something else. And uh, to a man, even the guys that complained the absolute most were the most staunch advocates of keeping what we have uh, because it's become a source of pride for the team. It's a, there's, there's very few teams in the area that do anything like that. We have another team locally who, at, well after we started that, they, they do fight gone bad as their – which utilize, they utilize a point system. Um, and that, that's what they do as their qualifier. But, you know, there's no one that does in the area what we do. Uh, and the guys love it. They really do. Even the ones that bitch whine and complain the most were the first ones to go to the chief and say, hey, you know, one of our guys, very honestly, I, I, I bitch all the time about doing this. But if the choice is keep this or do something easier, we've got to keep this. We can't take a step backwards. So, I mean, that, that spoke volumes, I think, over what the team, you know, really kind of they, – they, they know. And they begrudgingly admit that, that it's very functional. It's very basic. I mean, I generally don't have to teach people how to do push-ups. Uh, it really squats and, and pull-ups they get pretty quickly. Squats are probably the, the, the toughest thing for them to get because nobody really squats. They think they do, but they don't. Um, so there's, there's a, a learning curve to that. Uh, running, man, I mean, I, I'm not one to teach anybody how to run, uh, but that's pretty – it's all relatively basic stuff. So, I mean, it really doesn't require a whole lot of, of, of equipment or, 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 you know, training on, on our part to get them up to speed. Badass. Truly badass. And I'll be anxious to see a year from now – what your time is like because obviously 15 pounds on 600 reps and two miles is going to be amazing i think so too man like i said i'm already starting to feel better so i, I really i can't wait to see what the next you know six months from now hopefully my my, my time will well my my the, i'll be you know at or near my goal weight or maybe reevaluated that and we'll kind of see where we're at and, and we'll go from there man but i'm Excited. And then I, again, I thank you uh, again, Jazz. I thank you in the, our mess when we talk back and forth. But thank you for putting that out there in a in a, in a package that that somebody like me, because I'm I'm a very average dude, somebody like me could really understand and lock on. It, well, who knows? Maybe next year will be your last year announcing the games because you'll be competing as a master. <laughs> now that would be that would be some. We'll do a whole story on that. <laughs> <laughs> you got. We'll see. Maybe Dave will let you announce while you compete. Who knows? Maybe so. That you probably make me. There's no doubt. <laughs> well, thanks again, Larry. I'm gonna make sure everybody sees this, and I look forward to seeing you at Waterpalooza. All right, buddy. I'll see you soon, man. You take care. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right, buddy. Bye. Once again, thank you, Larry. Thanks for coming on this podcast. Incredibly proud to be your nutrition coach and to be helping you out. Never would have guessed in a million years that. My program and the Flexible Eating Nation would actually be making this great country safer because we've got someone like Larry Moss getting fitter and healthier and stronger, and he's protecting that great state of Louisiana. So thanks again, Larry. We look forward to your continued progress. We look forward to seeing you at all of these events, doing your thing, and 
We look forward to having you back on Squat Therapy to talk about your continued flexible eating journey. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next week right here on Squat Therapy with Jason Ackerman.